0: Hi everybody Russ and my Hammers eleven Hope you're all safe and well if you're new to channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you made it any time you put new content on as always, we'd like to thank our channel sponsors untuck it, check them out in the description below um you know black Friday Christmas is coming up if you wanna you know buy buy your old man some shirts or some nice uh nice t shirts check them out because uh, they're actually really good quality um and i've got lots of them and i've always had them so that's why I, I sort of wouldn't promote anything i wouldn't wouldn't wear myself um today's guest um he's i mean bless him joe's, he, joe's been proper on it you know he's, he's on it this is going to be a good episode today i know it's going to be good it's joe england hi joe how are you man
1: i'm really good and thank you very much first opportunity really looking forward to it tonight our little chat
0: yeah, exactly. I don't think it's going to be a little chat, Joe. I don't think, it's I going don't to be think a little it is. going I don't little chat. I is. think people better settle in with a nice couple of things yeah. to drink with Bob Wilton Horlicks. Nice little, nice,
1: little, nice little autumn, wintry night, you know, oh, sit lovely. around the fire. Warm the cider. Night. A warm cider. Yeah. Oh, why not?
0: Mold oh, wine. Yeah, get the yeah. mold one. I've got the Christmas decorations up, despite the fact Nigel Khan <laughs> calls me a screw. He's the Scrooge, not me. Yeah, they're up. It's Christmas. We've got I mean, we've got fuck all to enjoy, so we might as well have Christmas early. That's what I say.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, it's been a difficult year for everyone. Um you know, you only live once enjoy yeah. every day that's my motto at the moment you exactly
0: know? exactly and how have you been joe in the sort of the last course it seems like you know when someone goes oh the whole COVID thing i mean it's from like february you know we're in, we're in oh. november now it's mental you know how what? have you been though
1: well I, do you know what? in the strangest way although we've been in lockdown quite a lot it's been the quickest year i've ever known mm. yeah um you know we we started lockdown and had an amazing summer in march um it is a, it's a terrible thing that's happening, um, and I know some people that have have, have had COVID-19 yep. and some some of the job role I'm in, I've talked to customers that have lost their partners, um, so I've kind of got, a, a, I understand the emotive side of it, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I'll, t- I'll just tell you one little story. In the job role I'm in, I talk to people of a certain age, and um, I talked to this lady, Gladys, she's from the east end of London, right? Yeah. 91 years old and um we were talking about just before we went into lockdown and she went lockdown i lost my husband 10 years ago um i don't want another fella he was enough right she said but i remember um being evacuated not knowing if my mum and dad survived the bombing um i think she was from barking um mm. she said i went she remembers the rationing, queuing up to get their bread and by the time they got to the queue the guy went all i've got is lard and yeah. her mum went what do i effing well want with lard right so <laughs> she's saying that you know that's real struggle you know yeah. the east end was blitzed um there was air raids and she said this is nothing you know wow. um and and it puts everything into context it does, you know um, we're being asked to stay at home and watch netflix what a yeah. tough life
0: or watch my hammer's 11 joe
1: <laughs> but even better <laughs> 250
0: episodes or something to watch you've got yeah. plenty of time and, and yeah, you know what?
1: i haven't seen them all but um <laughs> i've i've caught up on a lot of them and, you, and some of them are friends of mine you've interviewed a yeah. lot of players I, i've done a West Ham fantasy so i've interviewed quite a lot of players sure. as well yeah yeah um so so you know the joy of meeting players and talking to them about their days um yeah so you know, we're all connected through the club we're we're all very passionate about west Ham. we've all been you know it's a roller coaster ride we're not glory hunters no. um i think that that's why when we have the magical moments they feel so eu- euphoric that's why mm. that lanzini goal mm. was like winning the fa cup in a way yeah. you know, it, 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 i went mad when that one yeah. I, <laughs> 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 I still don't think i've really kind of
0: no, I, it, I, 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 I
1: never i've never got over the, the steven gerrard goal um, no. even now but when you have a Lanzini moment like that, it kind of helps, you know. Um, yeah. You know, I'm still, even, I don't want to talk about that game at the moment, but i um, still quite <laughs> emotional. And that was 2006, you know.
0: Hello.
1: Yeah. Oh, dear. I was sat just off the halfway line when that ball went up four minutes. And as yeah. it went up, the ball came to Gerrard. And, <laughs> and do you know what? Just what we're talking about the game now. I didn't, after Koncheski had scored, I, I didn't really think or feel anything. And then the guy behind me, it was about 84 minutes, he went, Liverpool aren't hurting us, we're going to do this. And I suddenly thought, we are. Yeah, we are going to yeah. do this. And yeah. um, still kept it contained because it's West Ham, anything can yeah. happen. And um, it was heartbreaking but let's yeah. get let's move away from that from it really now. was and get... even,
0: when, even oh. when we interviewed when i've interviewed conch and we've interviewed you know like you know people around that time and they still are still still, uh, oh, conch so, still do you know like, what
1: I, I spoke to my brother he's a west end fan but he wasn't at the game mm. and it was before the penalties I went down into the concourse i was so emotional because i i just knew we were going to lose the penalties i don't yeah. i'm not a negative person no. but you remember rio coca hit the inside of the post and um airwood had that injury and the ball came to him in the last minute and his foot was just like all lopsided yeah yeah if he was fit he would have buried it
0: i know you know that's Uh, right anyway i was sitting sitting right there so i was like on that goal so i saw you know yeah it was it was it, it was awful but again it's like it's part and parcel, he said. Part and parcel of being a West Ham fan, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, it is yeah, just like yeah. you know, fortune is always hiding. I'm mean, not be funny, it has you know. Been our, our war song is about things dying, you know, fading yeah. and dying. You know, our big, Get, come on, guys, things are bubbles yeah. are flying. <laughs> you know, it's like
1: we're not really but, set up to be like. There, there is, there isn't. I don't think a more appropriate song to a football no. club. No, I don't think there is. Fortune's always hiding. Yeah, you know. It's so true. um, but but it does pop up now and again. It does. It does every every season.
0: Every season, doesn't um, it? Two or three times.
1: Your Malenko v. Chelsea when we came exactly. back after the lockdown, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. You know, and people knock him, but I s I'm still I'm glad we kept him. I still think he's a player that offers the, the squad something. Definitely does.
0: He does from, I think from an impact perspective, doesn't he? I think he's yeah, yeah. you know, he's he's i wouldn't i would not never i would never start him i don't think over who we have already in the squad but he is someone as you said 70 minutes on you know he offers something different and you throw him on the wing and he'll cut inside and that, get on the left that, and that
1: that, that that little pass that was a spurs own goal that yeah. he played into uh Kufel, what if you watch that again the the, 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 in, the insightfulness to know to play that yeah. ball into that space you know yeah. um these are the little things people should pick up on, you know, they're really important, the small little things. That, yeah, was a, that was that was genius. It was a genius pass, you
0: know. I mean, funny, he's like the second highest international striker in Ukraine after yeah, Shevchenko, yeah. isn't he, or something like that? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah.
1: You but, know, given, like you know, football's about confidence, right? Yeah. It's all about confidence. I think the fact we're playing with no crowd is allowing some players to play better than if yeah, the crowd were there, in my opinion.
0: Yep. yeah i agree totally and i think and and i'm I'm gonna do the maps probably at the weekend because i've got because there's no west ham on telly so i've got a bit of spare time in between my bacon of course um that i'm gonna do some maths because i'm pretty sure you know you look at the, the premier league at the moment and maybe even since restart last year and the teams that are doing crap in my opinion have tight grounds do you know small grounds so you look i mean sheffield united they were like flying weren't they before lockdown and then lockdown happened and they've just gone like a lead balloon bramwell lane is a really intimidating crowd. you know so for them you know teams going there it is intimidating and same as burnley and same as and even the 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 clubs going up sort of obviously the west broms and and fulham's they're in old-fashioned grounds as well they 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 needed them
1: fans and this yeah. is why I, this is why I'm really looking forward to Sheffield United away, especially yes. after what happened last season. You know, yeah. with the Declan Rice hand ball, You know, let's not even oh, go there. Let's you know, not even go there. Yeah, but yeah. Moyes is
0: getting the tune out of him, isn't he? I mean, I, I, I mean, we we just spoke just before we came on. You know, we're both very sort of optimistic at, at West Ham at the moment, which is which is mm. nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: nice. really good, really good. <laughs> I
0: Loving mean, it. They like. I mean the Fulham game, for example. I mean traditionally, we all would have, we'd have all put that down, um, you know, like last sort of four or five seasons as probably losing because it's West Ham or getting a draw, where you know everyone was full of confidence going into it, you know, and and we won and we still grounded it out. It wasn't pretty, but we got the three points. Seasons started, before
1: started, started the game on fire, brilliant, you know? yeah, and that's yeah.
0: that's how I thought we were going to do. Come out early, get an early goal, sit back, let Fulham uh, come to us, and, and win then three 0 yeah, but himself, it, yeah. just you know, the, the, yeah, you know, the goalkeeper was fantastic, wasn't he that day? So you know, we'll, we'll and, talk uh, about
1: when we get to my team. We'll talk about penalty takers, but um that was one of the greatest penalties that I've ever enjoyed on Saturday. Yeah,
0: wasn't <laughs> it? It was <laughs> so funny because I just li- literally I was like, because it was oh. like nil nil, and so like you know, so I was in, all set up for a draw on my on my on my ipad ready for the music and then and then sue check scored and i was okay well i'll put bubbles yeah. on i'll get bubbles lined up and i'll get you know twist and shout ready da, da, da. i was a penalty okay well i'll go back and do the and get my Foo fighters set up and everything like that. <laughs> oh no he's missed it okay right and then, so it was like it was crazy it was like no. it was so like it was like quite a quiet second half and then just like all get crazy in the last four minutes but it's
1: west ham isn't it yeah, nothing and we won. anymore. And we won. We needed that win. We needed. That oh, we win. did. It was
0: just to compound yeah. Yeah. how well the boys have been playing for the last yeah. seven or eight games.
1: Yeah, you know, the Arsenal game that was the turning point. Um, mm. we, we really didn't turn up against Newcastle. Um, no. It was, you know, and and there's a lot to be said to that. Um, to start of the season, there'd been the break. Um, I don't know what quite went wrong with the mentality of the squad, but in the Arsenal game, you saw a united team and yeah. then then again you know people said we wouldn't get a result until february um, november they meant Fulham. yeah um wolves who beat us every time since they've been up we yeah. destroyed them and yeah. then we went to leicester who just won five two at man city yeah. and did, did a job on them you know and absolutely yeah and, unbelievable
0: and I think it's just, I mean, it's its almost an exact replica, a carbon copy of when we came back from restart, like last season. Yeah. Because we played Wolves, obviously, and we were We didn't trush. start well. Yeah, we didn't no. stay... Uh, and then the lost next the game was the, Yeah, and then we, we played the a bit well. better. We played better yeah. that Tottenham game, and then we hit... And it's the same here. Newcastle, we played rubbish, and then Arsenal, we played a bit better, and then we went, woof. And, you know, as you said, it's... Um, and I think part and past that Newcastle game, I mean, there was the international break, wasn't there, beforehand, yeah, yeah. if I remember... Um, yep. and and Deck had only played two ninety minutes back to back. Suchek um,
1: had had COVID nineteen, then he was cleared, and so yeah, all this, it was all a bit weird,
0: were not it? Yeah. Um, it was all and Deck. I mean, you know, it's just yeah, Deck wasn't even in that squad, was he? he wasn't in Newcastle? He didn't play, did he?
1: No, he didn't play. And again, because yeah. we thought he was going to Chelsea.
0: Yeah, exactly. And everyone thinks, oh, his and head's turned and da da da. Just because, you
1: know, I, I as I said, I met David Boys, and I said before this season that if this team really is going to evolve like he wants to and mm. with all due respect to mark noble um, yeah. he shouldn't start and declan Rice should be captain no. and, no, and yeah. that's what's happened mm. um so yeah so yeah that's that where it do you want to go not, from here <laughs> no it's
0: true no it's true and as you said i think it's and we said before when we were chatting just before we started recording you know a lot of people when they when new managers come in and and new players get signed they go oh the manager was talking to me about the project and it's the project and it's usually all bull crap but actually you can see there's building you can see he's building something he's building a team of of guys as we said before you know who are going to give their all and
1: and they that, are they are and they look, all look, are, look, you know? look, look at the, look at the way they celebrate go look at that bundle when yeah. lanzini scored and the yeah. and the subs jumping on you know it was, like, yeah, right, it, was like, it was like it was it was like we won a cup finals, it was yeah it's true yeah
0: it really was but it was not just the subs it's the bench it's the yeah it's the, it's the, it's the david boys
1: ch- made David boy's doing a david pleat on the pitch you yeah know? yeah exactly you know? you know what i mean they all
0: love him they all love him he had um like uh, today on on Talk Sport, Colton was obviously doing the breakfast show at Talk Sport, and he, he had Mark on, uh, he had nobs on, and he was talking about the club and talking about he's talking about you know the influence he's having on the team and how everyone's really happy with him, and you know, and and you get that sense, and actually for once, you know, we seem to have like the right balance, you know, I think Ooh. with with Slav when, when Slav was there, he was a, a great you know man manager, but if it was going well do you know what i mean And i think you're seeing it now at west brom when the chips are down you don't just i don't know he's just like it to be everyone's mate um where i think moisey has got that sort of might be the scottish mentality but you know if you if you work hard you're you're on you're okay but if you let and and then he, if it's not him it's alan irvine if it's not him it's kevin nolan, kevin nolan sure they
1: have got a brilliant like, back I, yeah. I don't think we've had a better back no i agree starts. You know, I really don't. You know, mm. I think that it when Moyes was, you know, in isolation and Irving took over, I think, to me, Kevin Nolan was like a re-signing of him as a player again because you just yes. know he loves the club, you know. Yeah. And Stuart Pierce, I've got... When I go for my team search, I've got an interesting story about Stuart Pierce that you oh, might be okay. aware of, but I'll, oh, I'll mention cool. that anyway. That's cool.
0: Yeah, but it's true. It, I mean, they just seem to be the right mix, and it just seems... And, you know, and I, I've said before, you know, it, it's you can see... Kevin Nolanism of the team, yep. in terms of being a bit more nastier, you know, when, I, when Antonio, when he could see, he I, I watch loads of Robert Banksy stuff, like when he puts the season reviews on, and Nolan yep. would always stand right in front of the keeper. What Antonio does, yeah, I know. For, you know, and it's yeah, like, yeah. but obviously Antonio's like a muscle, so he's like lower center yeah. of gravity, um, and he just, it, we just seem to be not so, it, we always be a bit of a soft touch, you know what I mean, and we just seem to have some guys who are going to put a put a shift in and put a foot in if it needs to. When you
1: think about when? So I was going to say, when do you think about village? How often um mm. Antonio was played out of position? Yeah, I don't you remember a few years ago we played Palace away, um, and. Antonio was playing at the back and he gave the ball away and they equalised. I think they equalised late on. Yeah. Um, th- that's not his position, you know. Yeah. Um, he's now found his place. Um, yeah. And he should be playing up front with Sebastian Allaire. Uh, but he we'll talk be, about yeah. that later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But let's talk about Sebastian Allaire. I'll just put so, so, so this is why, you know, he gets a lot of stick. Now, he's not, uh, he's not an Andy Carroll. He's not a, an Antonio. He's not a lone striker. I no. think when he was at Eintracht Frankfurt before we signed him, I think he created more assists. I might be wrong, more assists in the Bundesliga than anyone else. Because what he did was he could hold the ball up and he laid it off in the box. He's mm. isolated. The reason why yeah. he doesn't people think he's not trying, his heart's not in it, is because he's not be, he's not been played in the right position, and that is in a, yeah. a, with a front two. Um, yeah. And and we played Southampton last year with Antonio up front with him. Um, and they linked up really well yeah we won one nil uh, again the goal was disallowed and ball with, on antonio but we won one nil and i thought there we go there's there yeah. he's found his man and yet it hasn't happened so i i, I yeah. believe in i think has just not been given the opportunity to show his true potential, Agreed. and that is playing alongside another centre forward. Agreed. Or he's someone. Yeah, yeah, it's a good player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a good you player. know, there's
0: a player in there because also, like the game just before, when we played, it was Southampton again. We played Southampton at home just before lockdown, yeah. uh, lockdown 1.0. And him and Antonio were, were playing together, and you saw a different player. You saw a different play He would he would drop off and he would, you know, as you said, play the balls in. He could flip the balls out. The Rabona kicks were coming in. And you know, it's a different and you know, fair play. You know, he's in he's he's uh, you know he's obviously on the international duty ivory coast for the first time. Yeah, fair play to him. I hope he scores a bag of goals and comes back with full of confidence yeah. because yeah. he's a good player. And he again you talk I, about confidence players, he is he is good. He's good.
1: Yeah, I and I say I think I can understand people's frustration because they expect yeah. him to be Antonio, but but he's not he's a he plays a different no. style of football and um he paid that money for him because of what he played at on track frankfurt the season before yeah. he scored goals i think he scored 12 14 goals know, yeah. Yeah, definitely he, he he created more assists in the box i saw yeah. a video of it of just little knockdowns he held the ball up player run onto the ball flicked yeah. to his feet you know so anyway that's i like him if he's watching yeah, I, I like him i like him. Yeah. i like, I, like
0: I just think he's a good player and i think yeah you just yeah. got to play to his strengths and unfortunately at the moment moise has got this system and it's his and it's working and you know it's like he's, he's almost like a round peg in a square hole square hole, round yeah. hole whatever he is. um and and it's a shame because you, you're not seeing the the haller i think we can see i think i actually think if he was playing at liverpool he would get 20 30 oh, goals you know what i mean
1: without Just a doubt because you know you have one or two people up front with him yeah
0: you, know? yeah. you have salah and Mane either side yeah will yeah. be Firmino and it'll be like you know he's, he's so he's not you know and the thing is, obviously the way we're playing him because he's not getting you know the games then inevitably his his value is going to go down as well because well, it is because you know he's not scoring goals and stuff he's not playing but and,
1: and you know anyway anyway we'll see what happens. but I,
0: but yeah. i agree but i and that's what i think that's why you know i've i've coined a phrase called uh Moisifying the moisification and basically it's the yeah. moisification of players. It's it's not transformation. It's moisification, and he's done it every time he's come to West Ham. So obviously Aaron Cresswell, he, he's moisified him into a left left yeah you know, of the back three, who's uh, you know, easily could uh, be played. I mean, if England played back three this week weekend, you know he could easily fit into that. Tra-
1: Transform player this mental, season. isn't it? Yeah. Masuaku, can I just say, Masuaku, can Ru- I say one thing, Russ? When you had Ray oh. Winston on the other day, he was smoking a cigarette yeah um, i vape so can i vape now again of course Please you can of
0: course again. you can i did say to ray when we when we switched on he was like oh you're in a pub I said, well it's my mate's yeah, garden and he went oh well, i'll get my fags this is before he started. i'll get my fags then and i said, but ray you can't smoke you can't smoke in a in a uk pub and he went you can in sicily and he's <laughs> he just like chains like smoking no, but that is true uh, masuaku you know like yeah nine, uh, 10 okay months ago you know we wouldn't have given a shit if he came back no. injured he, he's been moistified no.
1: He, he, he had a fantastic little run up until when Moyes was here, up until yeah. when we got to the League Cup quarterfinal against Arsenal after he beat Tottenham. He was on form, and then it just suddenly evaporated. Yeah. He'd become half a player. Um, was making mistakes. Um, what? Well, yeah, he's, again, outstanding season. He's yeah. having... He Outstanding,
0: is. and obviously, we said about Antonio, but he did the same thing to an out of it, didn't he? Yeah, yep. you know, out slab put him on the right, and he just wasn't working. He moistened, yep. him to a striker, and he became, you know, an absolute threat, like, like Antonio is. You know, it's like you wouldn't.
1: I like this moistification. Yeah, yeah I, like I think that. it is. It is. It is it is <laughs> moistified, and
0: and and even Fornells, you know, Fornells, he's put into sort yeah. of left, this left. left side player, and it's like, and even even bloody no, even nobs you know, Nobes in his number ten role when he comes on, you know, it's like, it's it's
1: all a bit weird, but he works, you know, it seems to like, just work. Four Fornells, for, for remember, he's a young player. Um, he took time to adapt. He did. Mm. People forget he, the assists and goals he scored last season, but now mm. he's proved he's settled in his side you know and he's passionate about his club you know yeah. um, and I, I think they're they're they are a united group of players definitely. there's no doubt about it mm. there's no there's nobody the trouble over the, couple, the past few years has been someone in the dressing room that's upsetting the, the yeah. mood or whatever and we're hearing things coming out and i know art definitely one of them but i think that they are they truly believe when they go out they can get something out of a game
0: yeah yeah definitely no i totally and, agree and, I totally and and uh,
1: good and you'll get that from my um starting 11. oh very I good very good <laughs> yeah, but I was
0: about to say, you see it as well because the club release a lot more training videos do you know what i mean yeah. where they're all laughing and joking and, and 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 you know pranking each other and again it just shows it shows there's, there's a good feeling in the club at the yeah. moment and um long may continue right okie dokie okie dokie so um right so let's just ask the first question let's ask a question 21 minutes into the interview why are you a west ham fan joe what's your story
1: the story i grew up as a child in essex in Chelmsford. um my mum's irish my dad's english and i had a my my first kit when i was about five was a white long sleeve shirt and my mum sewed three lines on okay and because she's northern irish i also had a green jersey with a number 11 on the back for sports best yeah. and when we played football on the green they called me the number 11 goalkeeper without really kind of identifying i didn't really have a club team so i was about six years old and um and at school um i think i was first year junior um a kid in my class was called michael welsh he was like the toughest kid in the class and his older brother was fourth year junior and even though his older brother was only about 9-10, he might as well have been 29, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah. And um, I already knew that Michael supported West Ham, and he introduced me one day to his brother, and his brother just turned around and went, Who do you support? And I just went West Ham. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how that's the truth. So it yeah. wasn't that I felt threatened, it just um, and they were um down the A12, the, the local club. I obviously yeah. went to see Charleston City. I've got here, I've brought it out. My first West Ham top oh, when I was six, right? Um, and someone's as many people say to me, I bet it still fits you now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> that was when I was about six. So really and are. once and then then that's it. Once once West Ham because yeah. I didn't have a club side, I didn't really no. I was young, I was into football, and then once it was West Ham, that was it. It was there was no going back. Um, yeah. so I've seen all the relegations. Um, you know, I, I've been on that rollercoaster ride. I remember um, my, one of my mum's friends said, um, I, I think I was a bit of a disruptive teenager, um, but one of my mum's friends said, and I thought this was a really nice compliment, um, she said, what your mum's always admired about you, and there probably wasn't a lot at that time, she said that you stuck with West Ham, mm. you know, um, because mm. there was a lot of disappointment. Um yes and you know there's still throughout the years always has been but um i i believe once you you know to me i don't know if i grew up in Ch- if i grew up in Chelsea, i'd have been a west ham fan moved to surrey yeah. um where there's a lot of chelsea around here and arsenal um quite a few west ham as well uh, a lot of people yeah. have migrated out of london
0: yeah exactly we've, yeah.
1: we've got we've got overspill estates all around here um, from all parts of London, so you've got a lot of West Ham, you've got a lot of Chelsea yeah. that come out of Battersea, etc. Sure. People from Lewisham, et etc. Um, so yeah, so I, I think it was because I grew up in Chelmsford that was that was the reason why I supported yeah. West Ham, um, and never regretted it. You know, yeah. even through the darkest times, um, and there, you know there has been some really, really, really dark times. Um, you get over it you know yeah. it's a game out of your control you can't control yeah. the game um i've sat there when my friends have left when we've been losing i remember when we played sheffield wednesday we were 4-0 down and my friends that always stood to the end stayed to the end went and i thought i'm not going yeah i'm not i'm not leaving until the game's over and i still kind of have that you know um it's just you know i, I feel okay we've lost 4-0 <laughs> to sheffield wednesday it been awful but okay. i st- i feel such a kind of an affiliation to, to the to the club that
0: yeah.
1: I, I I'm not one of these people that you know like you know like I'm not going to mention particular clubs but when they're not doing well they don't, they don't talk about their clubs you yeah. know I'm, I'm proud of being a West Ham fan me too um, yeah. and you know um, I don't care you know I've seen us lose seven one at Man United um, <laughs> you know I've seen us get stuff six 0 at Man United as well. I've seen this get stuffed all over the place. Um, yes. but you know, what I find is the important thing is the camaraderie between the people that you go to football with, the people Definitely. that I've met over the years. Um, <coughs> I've been to away games where I've had friends in a different part of the ground and they thought I'm on my own and offered me a lift back, you know, things like that. And I'm like, no, it's all yeah. right, I'll go back with, you know. Um, so it's it's I've met a lot of people through West Ham that have become mm. friends, um, and I think it's that. You know i remember um, the 85-86 season um when we needed won the league um we i i um, wrote my phone number on the fag packet because we i can't remember we we're playing away somewhere that saturday yeah. and i didn't even know this guy but he lived reasonably near me and he phoned me up and picked me up <laughs> i said but you've got to come all the way down to go back up he went that's all right yeah. you know and that's what it, that's back in the 80s that's what it was like back then and um yeah, yeah. and I only met him at that game you know and he said he going Saturday I went well I, I can't really get there and I wrote I remember I, I tore off a bit of me fag back it wrote me phone number on it. it phoned me up and they came down and picked me up you know and and oh, it, it's, it's, it's it's I've got loads of stories and we all have yeah, yeah of, we do. Of, of making friends with complete strangers that yeah. that's you know you've met at football
0: you know and it's it, we're i mean and you know again we may we may well be biased but i don't think we are when i when i say this we're a special bunch of, of fans we are we are a unique bunch of fans you know we as in this channel we have you know obviously a lot of west ham fans watch obviously uh 6000 as of today wow 6000 subscribers um which is cool um but we have a lot of tottenham fans arsenal fans um nottingham forest fans liverpool they all watch us we'll watch it because i think we're like you know and i know len canning tan landed is a everyone's second team when i available yep. still on amazon prime but um i think we are do you know what i mean it's like west ham are always seen as that plucky underdog i mean everyone has an underdog anyway but west ham always we don't win not, nothing but we turn up we have a good game you know against the man united and liverpools and arsenals we know we we always turn up for them games and the Spurs
1: ones and Chelsea's, yeah, absolutely. But, and, and, and I think it, it, I think what it is is, that, that no matter what position we're in, we're not ashamed of of no. the club we support. You know, no. we're not ashamed to say that you know I'm, I'm West Ham. I'm actually really proud to. I've always been proud to say I'm West Ham.
0: Me too. Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I can't imagine that I could have supported another team. Uh, no, and, I
0: can't either. You know, no, I can't either. You know, and it's like someone said to me, you know, would you ever want to win the league? And I don't think I'd ever want to win the no. league because I think uh, then you'd lose that West well,
1: Hamness about us. Do you know what I mean? I did, you'd lose I, did, I, did I did want to
0: win 85-86. Yeah, I mean, 85. <laughs> and obviously 83-84 thir- as well, we did quite well, yeah. didn't we? Then we sort yeah. of fell by the well, wayside.
1: But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that season, I think we won our first five games or something, you know. I think we yeah. went yeah, we, we really started brilliantly. But, um, yeah. But, um, and some of those players in some of those
0: seasons are in my starting eleven. Well, let's segue into that then, Joe. Let's segue into that. Nicely segue should, for you. So you to we...
1: do it. All right, let's, so. Let's crack on. Go on now.
0: I know you've got right. like an introduction. So let's do your introduction so, of your team. So uh, so,
1: so, in, so in, in the last season at West Ham, I ran a fanzine called Five Managers, yeah. um, which is to celebrate the end of an era. Um, and obviously we had, I think we're the only club, I believe in the whole world that ever had five managers between such a long period of time, 1902 yeah. to 1989, Sid King, Charlie Painter, Ted Fenton, Ron Greenwood, and John Lyle. Um and I'm gonna be the sixth manager tonight, right? With my team. Now, this team I picked um because I believe that they're strong throughout. And yeah. um they're in their prime so i'm talking about the players that i picked in their prime playing together and yeah. in fact some some of them actually all did play in it, it well, to, i'll tell you about the team right we're well, starting goal go on then but first of all i'm, I'm manager right yeah. and my assistant coach is a gentleman called andy halford um he designed um i've got can I have to show you this i've got go it somewhere it's, it's brilliant so he did a five managers and it came out as a book as well. And he combined those five managers at the front of the gates. And I don't know if you can see there. Yeah,
0: yeah, we can see that.
1: Right. So yeah. Andy designed that and that was the cover of issue three as well. Now Andy's my assistant coach. He's from Custom House. Yeah. Um, he doesn't suffer fools gladly. And the idea about me and Andy is it's the good cop, bad cop. So yep. Andy is my coach. He'll put out the cones, give out the bibs. And if I need to give any players a dressing down, I will tell Andy and he'll have a go at them. And then I'll go up to him after going, I'm sorry, Andy, I had to say that to you. But look, if, you, if you've if you been a bit more kind of clinical in that clearance, we won't be yeah. one down. and that's how, So that's why Andy's my coach. So I felt, and I said to you before this, I had my 11 in my head before I wrote them down. I knew my yeah. 11. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wrote down, I just put some notes just to add to key things. In goal... Um, so I remember Bobby Ferguson, Mervyn Day, but in goal has to be Phil Parks. Yeah. Um, so we're in Division Two and he you know, he was responsible for us to get out of that division and win the FA Cup, you know, in my opinion. Um, he's a, a gentle giant, fantastic goalkeeper. And um, I don't know if you ever read John Lyle's autobiography, just like my dreams, but he talks about. The signing of Phil Parks for what hmm. was then a world record fee for a goalkeeper of five hundred and sixty-five thousand yeah. pounds. Bearing in mind we were a Division Two team, yeah. and the story was the board weren't didn't approve. They, you know, it's far too much money. John and I was in the boardroom, and the board said to Reg Pratt, the chairman, they went, "Mister Chairman, what we're we going to do about Phil Parks?" And he turned round, and said, "I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to go home." i'm going to have a cup of tea with mrs pratt and then i'm going to sign phil parks from qpr for five hundred sixty-five thousand pounds Now that's how john now wrote it in the book it's a brilliant yeah. story you know um uh, to me him we we've, we've got a brilliant goalkeeper at the moment fabianski you know and we've had some great keepers um yeah. but that's my goalkeeper so i uh, you know big guy and you're only as good as the people in front of you, as sometimes as a goalkeeper. Although yeah, true. he could have inconsistent players, but I picked what I believe is it's a back line that have all played together. Believe it or not. Yeah. So sure. at right back, yeah. Got Ray Stewart. um yeah. Ray Stewart uh, or Tonka. um He fantastic penalty taker. There's two memorable penalties that stand out. One was the FA Cup quarter final against Aston Villa in the 89th minute. The yep. Tension behind that—the fact he just buried it—and <laughs> the other one was eighty-five, eighty-six, the last home game for Ipswich, where um again we got a late penalty. Did Mark Ward fall over? Or was he tackled? We'll talk about that <laughs> yeah, yeah. in a minute. um but Again, a high tension penalty he buried it. um I, d- I think he only got sent off twice in his career. I might be wrong, but he absolutely got stuck in. He was a fantastic right back. Uh, he attacked well as well down the flank. Um, and i believe you know never met him but what i've always heard is he's a decent chap and that mm. always helps so, so here's yeah. my right back my set halves um again were, were easy to pick so yeah. both of them have been captains of west ham um billy bonds i don't yeah. really even need to justify billy bonds um, <laughs> he's the epitome of everything that's, that's good about west ham united yeah. um when i was a kid never wore shin pads socks around the ankles um very 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 gentle shy man outside of football very much so, com- yeah. complete opposite on the pitch um mm-hmm. yeah you know he led by example on that pitch um i didn't pick bobby moore because i only saw bobby moore i think once or twice and i couldn't really justify that no, even exactly. though bobby moore to me is an idol you know yeah. um you know you know yeah, uh, I feel like I I watched Bobby Moore in my life, you know, because yeah. I've seen some videos. Same but, as me.
0: Same yeah, as me, and that's yeah, that's uh, why I sort of made that thing that made that made that rule that you know people have to be alive to have seen them play because otherwise yeah. everyone would have picked Bobby Moore, but I never yeah. saw him. You know, I no, saw no. Gary Breen instead. You know, like, <laughs> my reference, my reference <laughs> like, point wasn't as good, unfortunately. But
1: yeah. So, on, so sorry. alongside Billy, who, yeah. and they played together as well. it's back four did, I believe, at some point play a number of games together. Um, Alvin Martin um yeah. again he was captain of west ham he, he scored three goals against three different keepers when we beat newcastle eight one mm-hmm. and when i run my west ham fanzine um at the end of the season i was invited to a do and he had a go at me for not inviting me or in, for not interviewing <laughs> him in a very nice way he's a really nice chap again um he signed um I think it's dropped by Everton as an apprentice. Yeah. It, was signed, it was signed on school board terms, I think, by West Ham. Had a long career with us. Um, if you just see the way he still talks about West Ham, um, West Ham through and through. Again, gave it his everything. Um, playing alongside Billy Bonds, you know, you've got a formidable two centre-halves, right? Yeah. Um, so, left back. Now, I run another magazine, and Julian Dix helped promote that. I own him a lot. Um, and I, I, I find Julian Dix, I, I idolise him like a lot of people did for his, you know, absolute spirit, commitment. Um, but I couldn't have him and Ray Stewart in the same team because they both took penalties. And would have yeah. like a, like against Bradford when yeah. um, Frank Lampard Jr. was arguing the, with yeah. Di Canio. I, that's why Julian Dix couldn't be in it. But the other reason, I've met and interviewed Frank Lampard Sr. And he's a most gracious human being. And again, yeah. a former... Shouldered hero of mine socks around the ankles and also <laughs> with him and bill in the team, you know, and Again, I'm talking about these players in their prime the camaraderie between them That whole back line to me is is a, a fantastic back four and yeah. and and you know I'll, I'll tell you a little story about Frank um, when I met him and interviewed him. It's really I found it quite sad um, His son sat the interview right Frank yeah. jr. Right and um, and the story is that I was given the number. I was leaving countless voicemail messages. Frank Jr. was in New York. I said, look, I'm leaving all these messages for your dad. He's not answering. And he went, dad's not very good with phones. Leave it mm-hmm. with me. And then next thing I know, I'm in front of Frank Lampard Sr. And mm-hmm. Frank, Frank, in the interview, told the whole story of his life, basically. But the saddest part was when I asked him if he still went over West Ham. Because, you know, he, he was born and bred West Ham, you know. Mm-hmm. Um you know. He moved to canning town he, after his dad was killed in a, in a road accident um on the parking road i believe when he was five and they went and moved in with his grandparents in canning town um but he um he said that when he went over to west ham he wore a hat would pull it down mm. almost like i don't want to be recognized and i found that really upsetting me too um because to me he i hold him in the same regard as billy bonds totally um totally yeah, do. yeah and and Um, The thing is as well, a lot of people don't know this, but he was a right-footed player. And his first game, he played at right back. He had a really serious injury, by the way, I think in his first season Mm. uh, away at Sheffield United that could have ended his career. And he worked really hard to get back at full fitness. Um, And Ron Greenwood put him at left back and said, Frank, what you need to do is when you get down to the line, cut the ball in and hit it on the inside of your right foot into the box. And he started doing that. And obviously started working on his He trained a lot after training. And his son did the same. We all know. Yes. Yeah. So Frank Lampard, I think um, Ron Greenwood, with it, John Lyle said, get some running spikes. You need to work on your speed. And he works a lot on his left foot. And he, so he could knock that ball in on the outside of his right foot or on his left foot. Um, so that's my back line. I think we've got a great goalkeeper. Uh, the goalkeeper is well protected by a fantastic back four. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's my back line. Uh, but I'm all about attack. I want to win games, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've got, on my on right wing, um, yeah. I've got Mark Ward. Now, little Wardy's shorter than me, and I'm only 5'5". I like people that are shorter than me. <laughs> but do you know what? He, in his first season, not only could he strike a free kick from 35 yards, um, yeah. I saw him score one away at Oxford United and um, that season when we finished third. And the funny thing about that game was uh, the old oxford ground this is before hillsborough there was two pens didn't know this when we went in they pushed us into pen one and people were getting crushed back in them days everyone would know about getting crushed and all of a sudden someone went oh there's another pen it was empty you've got people <laughs> getting crushed and as because there's a delay i think oxford had gone one up i'm not sure but as we got into the second pen which was almost empty mark wards called um a free kick for 35 yards out he scored a few like that an absolute screamer and um, it wasn't just the fact that he could cross a good ball he scored goals but he tracked back and the thing i said about stuart pierce in the game against nottingham forest brian clough substituted stuart pierce at half time because mark ward was running in ragged that's a true yeah. story <laughs> right um now that's the kind of right winger i like yeah he scores yeah. goals um we'll track back because we're talking about plays that we need to track back and defend when we're, when we're up against it so he can drop back some of my mm. my other selection in midfield might not do that okay and <laughs> um, so that's my right wing yeah uh, going to sit in midfield trevor brookin yeah. my all-time my real all-time childhood hero um uh, as frank lampard senior said he came off that pitch every game his he with not a, a mark on his shirt and his hair and completely as it was when he went on because he had grace yeah mm. um when we were relegated for the first time when i my first 78 79 we started reasonably well we were four new up against not county in our first game and i remember thinking we're going to win this easy yeah. um brookin got injured and was out for about nine games and we don't think we won any of them right <laughs> we were in that division for three years that, yeah and the fact that when we went down Division two and offers were made for him. He stayed loyal to the club. There's you know, he's a, a true like Billy Bonds, he's a true ambassador of West Ham United mm. and a class player, a, a gifted player, uh, maybe one of our most gifted players. Um, so he's I've got Trevor Brookin in midfield, and, and I brought in someone recent as well, the current captain. Also, wouldn't yep. mind surrendering the armband to Billy Bonds, like Alvin Martin, <laughs> but I brought in Declan Rice because. Okay. Trevor's wasn't renowned for tracking back when under attack, but Declan will track back and yeah. um, and 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 win the ball and feed it to Trevor, and he will play it out to Wardy or some of these other players I'm going about to mention. So even when so, you know I I've, I like the idea of Rice and Brooking. Rice is going to get stuck in. Brooking never necessarily got stuck in. But when Brooking got the ball, he had the foresight of knowing where to play it. Yeah. You know, or, or or to take the ball forward and put that defence under threat. So I've got that back line, and I'm looking at how we're going to defend as well. And we've got the flare. So I've got Mark Ward and and Ricey coming back, dropping back if we're under attack. Yeah. The, on the left wing, I've got Alan Devonshire.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Now again, so you know again if we're under attack, we pick up the ball, get it to Brookin. Brookin gets out of Devonshire or out of Wardy. You know we're on the counter attack, right? So we've got a brilliant defence. We've got a midfield that's made up of two that I'd say would would counter defend, and two that were perhaps our flair players. Yeah. So I'm playing four four two. I love my defence and I love my midfield. Okay, because I've always liked four four two. We get to the, the strikers now, and this yep. I think's been a tricky one for a lot of people. um You know, you've got Pop Robson. You know yeah. um, when hearts and kitson came to west ham they kept us up okay yeah um we've got david cross you no know, fantastic player Um van der elst i mean uh, paul goddard you know and yeah so many players but what i wanted up front was two strikers that actually when they played together they combined they supported each other they created goals for each other so this will be of no surprise that i picked <laughs> frank mcavenny and tony coy yeah um because I think with the with the lineup that I picked as well, whenever we attacked and the ball was passed through to one of those two, I always felt West Ham were going to score, and invariably in the eighty five eighty six season between the two of them they did. Yeah. Um, and I just think that that was a really exciting season. Um, we had a TV ban for. Most of that until January that year. So no one even knew Mm. Frank McAvennie was. No. Yeah. The best start. We went eighteen games unbeaten going into Christmas. Right. A lot of people don't realise we lost to Tottenham on Boxing Day, but we McAvennie came back from Australia just before Christmas and we won one nil at QPR. Um. And he came on as a sub, and we went second in the league that night going into Christmas. And um, it was just a fantastic season. So I've included a number of players from that season because it's. One of my favorite seasons i'd also say the pardew season of 2005 and 2006 was also a very exciting season and yeah. there's a number of players that i could have picked from that that we, we were brilliant in the league you know last team to win at ivory we won some fantastic games that season airwood yeah. was on fire um zamora um but that's my 4-4-2 i you yeah. know you, you can sit all day and and you can think oh i don't know but i'm I'm looking at a team that's going to gel and play the way that i want them to play
0: yeah, yeah and yeah, i yeah. feel
1: that that team will defend well um and when under attack there's it, it, players that will track back but when we attack you know you'll even have ray stewart and frank lampard pushing forward you know um and we'll win the league with me as manager um <laughs> <laughs> well that's
0: what Wardy said that's what we interviewed Wardy. that's what he said he said do you know what he says that 85 86 team would have won the league if it were if it, we had Julian Dix at left back. And so he, so he did his 11, and it was like the 85 86 yeah. team left back was sorry to Georgie and everything, but Julian, yeah. that was that was the missing piece of the pie. Yeah. And obviously, famously, because obviously, I you know, I was I was you know, sorry to make you feel old, Jay, but I was about four five at the time. Um, I didn't realize that Billy was out, Billy missed the whole of the 85 86 season, yeah. Um and and we had um
1: we had Tom it came McAllister. back the next season he did came yeah. back, still playing at forty one
0: I know men to win it
1: a man I don't know if you know there used to be an old joke at the time about um, a Japanese um soldier still fighting the Second World War yeah um, and they found him and the first thing he said is, is billy bond still playing for west ham <laughs> 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 it's, it,
0: it, it, it's funny really it? it's just like we're just going because we were doing the um we were doing a thing about steve potts the other day and uh and obviously and pottsy was part of that squad as well was the mm. 85 86 squad as well
1: and again, it's just amazing amazing again, you a, a difficult person you mentioned george paris you know um, yeah there's so yeah. many i mean it's, oh, you could you could do you could do ten oh, teams, Joe, couldn't you? Absolutely. Easily. And I, and I so what I, I thought when I picked my eleven, I, I picked a team that would gel and that would win me games. Yeah. You know. Um. And if, you know, like, so for instance, if Trevor hadn't headed that ball out of the box because it mess his hair up, and I said <laughs> to Andy, "Look, you're going to have to lane to Trevor a little bit." Yeah. And then as they're coming out, I then soothed Trevor, saying, no, "I'm sorry, Andy, had to let rid of there, but." <laughs> you should have really headed that ball out because (laughs) then we would be one nil down um You know, but, but, that, but
0: also a... <laughs> also joe i mean as you said you know sometimes actually you know i and it's something i say to my daughter you know i say to my daughter you know see she you know she's eight bless her but she overthinks things sometimes hmm. she think and so we all yeah, do some, say, we all do sometimes as, exactly but as you said you know you you basically count your 111 straight away off the top of your head that 99 percent of the time is going to be the right answer do you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's then when you sit back and you think oh well actually oh do i put you in or something Steve- yeah you know where's 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 bish gonna go and no, no, there's no yeah. canyon there's no Pite. you know it's not it's your first 11 and that's usually yeah, yeah. the right one for you I, I, um, i've done
1: something that i don't think you allow but i'm going to mention it anyway go on, um, on. i'm going back to the old days when you only could have one substitute and, yeah um, sure i decided because i thought it was a challenge for me who would i put down as my substitute that yeah. was the hardest <laughs> and i put i put as my sub in that 11 john monker right because mm-hmm. um to see a game out um i might bring him on for brooking just to tighten yep. up in the midfield mm-hmm. um so you know only allowed one sub i, I that was really hard so i thought about yeah. that for a while i had so many and i know you don't do subs but i thought i'm gonna chuck in a sub oh, i
0: don't um, know this is a, yeah. it's your 11 joe you can do what you want yeah. I mean, you made yourself cap, you make manager yeah. as well you, put, you know so yeah. so,
1: so, so i'll put john monker and because uh, i know that I could put him on the last 15 minutes so look we've let a two goal lead slip it's 2-1 i'm gonna i'm gonna take brooking off i'm gonna put you on i just want you to protect the defense i just want you to shut out their midfield right and we'll see this game out but also
0: also on the flip side could you imagine monks in that you know, it was quite a character-driven side yeah. with McIverney and, and Waldy and stuff. Could you imagine Monks in that sort of little setup with, you with know, Alvin and, and Pitt and Reg and people like that? I mean, hoot, wouldn't it? I,
1: I would. It's because I'd be the manager, they would have respect for each other. And then I'm going to mention a player that I've missed out that a lot of people have picked, and I'm going to tell you why I didn't yeah. pick him. Even though he was a gifted, brilliant player, and we all loved him, but I wouldn't have him at my club if I was manager, and that is Paolo Di Caño. Yeah. And the reason being he's a handful, right? And yeah. um as and quite often away from home he didn't turn up, he didn't play well. He just yeah. and he sulked a lot at times. Yeah, uh, but he was incredibly gifted. But if if I was told by the board you've got to sign him, I would have put him out on loan to Swindon for the season. <laughs> I've been quite. I've been quite. You know, I've been saying, "I'm the boss here. I don't want him to fit with my my You'd you have
0: done the Glenn Roder, wouldn't you? you would have done the Roder.
1: Yeah. I'd have said, "Look, I'm, I, he's going to upset. He's going to ups, ups, you upset, Billy. I know he will yeah. Frank Lampard out. I'm not having it. Nah, I, no, no,
0: put, no, him on,
1: no. put him out on loan.
0: And you so, and you let him all go for a pint on a third on the Tuesday night last. Yeah, I the, they, they, they could all have a
1: bit. beer. We'd, we'd all go for a beer after the game. Yeah. Um, and 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 Billy Bonds was a real fitness fanatic. And yeah. I think like George Bess used to say, George Bess would go out and have a good drink, but he'd run it all off.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right, he'd run it all off. So I, I wouldn't mind them going out as long as um, when they turned up for training, they delivered on the training field what was required. And when they came off, they were exhausted, but they'd done the session. They'd done everything. Own, yeah. yeah, I, I yeah, think I mean, one time when Billy Bonds manager, I, I can't remember who told me this in one of my interviews, but I'm... I, ian bishop turned up quite hungover
0: oh right? yeah we know, yeah
1: yeah. Right? yeah yeah and billy bonds made him run so hard until he threw up yeah and i don't think ian bishop ever turned up in that condition again well that that's time. well
0: well because when I, I mean when i interviewed um when I who was it, I think it was Mad Dog. So Mad Dog yeah. dogged him in. So I said, I was interviewing Bish in a couple of weeks' time. And he went, Oh, I was, oh, right. call him Polo to start off, off the interview. So before we recorded, I said, Hello, Polo. He went, How do you know about Polo? And I said, Well, <laughs> I've 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 chatted to Martin Allen. He said, All right, well, we'll talk about it later. So we did an interview and I said, Oh, well, tell us about your love of polos. And he went, Nah, I said, yeah, Martin said, you know, you used carry a pack of polos in your pocket in case Bill came over and you could smell the booze. No, 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 it's rubber no no not true not true not true and he paused him it was extra strong mints not pale. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what and it's like you it's like we've, we've interviewed like people like him and and bish and monks and even sort of like even the sort of the newer sort of crop in in terms of like trevor sinclair and yeah. and, and, and razor and people like that and they would go out for a beer and they would go out for a beer and yet they might you know but you know, and, and Trevor said himself, on do if he thinks, he went, we'd have probably won the league or we could have got in Champions League if Harry hadn't maybe made us go out on a, not made us, but said we can go out yeah. for a beer on a Tuesday night and then not train on Wednesday. He says, but and then when I asked Razor the same question, he went, yeah, but I didn't have a sneaky beer on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, because I knew I could have a beer on Tuesday. So yeah. it wasn't a bad thing. So, you know and you know i mean there's a story oh, I mean, there's, you know there's
1: a little bit of discipline there he knew that yeah. that was his night you know yeah it's um, sort of like
0: you know there's it's like a it's like on a dog leash isn't it? you've got like that three meters and you can go in and out you can go we can't go above three meters you know that's that's it's that type of thing but, but you know, i'm mean, even like you know I mean, as you said uh razor razor got he got i mean i live in i live in hornchurch but he got he got uh, a a two mile exclusion zone from um from romford town center after the christmas party they
1: had there and um, we all know, we all know about Hayes and fox at the christmas party we do as know
0: well. about the, the, the christmas party as well um but because he got the ban he couldn't because obviously chatter reef is about is less than two miles <laughs> in exclusion zone, so, so he couldn't train so harry was down the magistrates getting him getting it reduced to a mile so he could well, get into the chatter oh, but it's like you know but they won the games you know yeah yeah they were playing well so it's, it's when the team aren't playing well that it all comes out isn't it and so um and football, yeah, no, i it's... think
1: i think football's a different game these days you know <laughs> i think that with sports science um yeah. and, and diets etc you know um and they're they're now you know footballers and footballers but they're more kind of they need to be finely tuned athletes now
0: they are yeah, if, yeah. If,
1: especially playing at the top level because you know um if you're not looking no, after your body um you're you're susceptible to to injury you especially
0: know. especially sort of three you know a lot of them are playing three games a week really yeah. the, the top boys in it and um but i just think i think that the flip side is it's become this sort of science and so much so that i think we've taken out the the fun that value of it mm. you know i don't think you know I, I i wouldn't i don't think i would be doing this um thing in 20 years time telling us stories about Felipe anderson and sebastian haller and you know it'll be where we'll be talking about john moncur and ian bishop and <laughs> you know still, and, yeah. and yeah we still will be because they were
1: the characters but, and we associate. and, 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 and it'll be well uh, how declan rice stayed with us to the end like, like yeah and, and i think yeah.
0: you and you'll have hope for, yeah yeah touch wood yeah. um but i think you'll have people like that and you know we have a few. I think we've probably. I mean, uh, if you look at like, a across, across the Premier League, I think West Ham's probably the most charismatic team out of mm. all of them. People like Antonio, you know, you know, writing off his Lamborghini dressed as a you know snowman in last year and and stuff like and all the da- and he brings back all the celebrations and things like that. But it's, it's um, yeah, it's just different, isn't it. It's just different yep. now it's different but you know it, it, it's great because obviously we can all have little stories and as you said you've, you've got little stories of frank senior and, and that's one of my big things is, is, is trying to get some more recognition for frank senior because I, I totally yeah. agree with what you say because you know the man's is, it a, is it his second all-time appearance or third something like yeah, that yeah
1: yeah I, I believe so yeah it's mental
0: that you know he's it's always nearly, six, nearly
1: 600 appearances if not more like that, yeah. Not sure. yeah yeah
0: and he's always like, you got, you know, he's like Bill Bollet, Bobby, Trevor, blah, blah, blah. and he might be like, if someone's talking about West Ham greats, so he's like sixth usually, you know. Yeah,
1: he's, yeah, he's,
0: he's, up like, there. he's
1: up there. Yeah, but it's ridiculous yeah. how we
0: don't. He's not revered, and obviously we know and, why. Uh,
1: but. Uh, but we know why it's because of obviously the relationship with Harry when he was coach yeah. and his son, which I, I you know, I, I feel that Frank Junior was. Treated harshly by a section of the West End fans. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, and, um, okay. and I, I heard it, and it came from, it came from the West Side mostly. Um, um, but but you know, he left because his dad got sacked. Yeah, you know, exactly. um, that's bottom line. Um, but as I said, I've got respect for Frank Junior because he sorted out the interview with his dad, and he didn't have to do yeah, that. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, no. no.
1: And, yeah, um, yeah. and uh, you know, and so, and so people can have opinions about people, but I, I judge people on 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 on
0: on, how on they treat behavior
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And their behavior and the favors they do you he did me a massive favor yeah
0: um
1: you know um and i you know and mark ward when i was doing the fanzine introduced me to frank mcavenny you know yeah. and I, i've got a lot of time for mark ward um, oh yeah he wrote a forward to the book as well he was he was really kind of behind it the mag um so you know so and so three of the people that were in five managers my fans they were in my team but that wasn't the reason why they're in it nah, I, yeah and that's yeah, why yeah, I, I didn't man. want to mention that before i picked that team because i believe that's a really strong team yeah
0: yeah yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's. yeah. and and you're right i mean i mean you know it doesn't matter what peter did it's how people treat you and 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 you've got your own personal and i mean you know I'm, i think we've had God, I I should have counted. I think we've had about 35 ex-players on the channel so far. Yeah. And every one of them has been absolutely wonderful, Mm -hmm. lovely. Got enough time for you. Don't seem rushed. You know, we'll listen to you. We'll make you seem like you've asked that question. You're the first person ever to ask that question, which I wouldn't have been because, you know, if it's about the 85-86 season or about 2006, they get asked the same questions all the time. But everyone's been brilliant.
1: I think when you look at some of the ex-West Ham players that played at a number of other clubs, so, you know, you look at, uh, say, Trevor Sinclair's tweets um, yeah. on Twitter, very support for West Ham. I like, you know, a lot of people, you know, Joe Cole, we had to sell Joe yeah. Cole. Yeah, we did. We yeah. needed the money, right? Um, he came back. I'm glad he came back, but he obviously had some injuries. I love the way he talks about West Ham still. Yeah. You know, um, you know um, and I know he won loads of trophies with Chelsea, but, again joe cole nearly got into my team mm. he he so nearly got into my starting 11. yeah um but but he didn't he was gonna also nearly became my sub you know it was it was there's so many i think i said the sub i've written down so many names we nearly subs yeah you're gonna have a team for the sub but you're right
0: everyone we talk to everyone we talk to is so you know i mean yeah i mean mr sinclair for example there's a classic yes. example right so he um you know, obviously at the ground at the moment, obviously I still go to the ground for the home games. And at the moment they've put these stickers around the outside of the yep. ground of the legend of, of players. I don't, know, I don't know what the criteria is, but you know, you've obviously, and you've got Frank there, you've got senior and that, and, and you've got junior there and stuff like that. And there's one, I on Trev, and there's one of Trevor, one of Bish. So I took I took a right. picture of both of them, and, and I that. sent them, yeah, I sent them both to him. And because I think no one knows about these stickers, uh, no. and, and even Trevor Trevor Ian didn't know about it. So I messaged them both and said, "Look, I thought I'd, you know, you know, because obviously they both been on the channel. Both, we both, you know, we communicate quite quite well on Twitter. They're, they're lovely blokes, and yeah, you know, I, I love them. They've they've got loads of time for me, so I appreciate that. And and I, I tweeted them, um, and they both sent me almost identical messages back just literally it's almost like they were that like you could tell when they were typing it they had tears in their eyes because they were so thankful that there's something there to symbolize them with the club do you know what i mean and it's like absolutely and, yeah and it was just it, it was incredible to think you know a little sticker
1: uh, not it's it was quite it means sticker, so, yeah, but, but quite, yeah, it means so much yeah yeah
0: and it's incredible if, uh, you know, you know
1: another, another name just come into my head again um the, a, a player that i really respected and, and when we had the young when we had um frank junior joe cole Michael Carrick, I always rated Michael Carrick above the rest yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. when we got relegated, he stayed with us that whole season. He did,
0: the whole season, um, yeah.
1: Uh, and again, he's another player that even though you know, he went to Man United, did well. Uh, he's another player that I totally respect, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and he could have got into my team, you know. But yeah. um, like you said, you could pick
0: 20, easily, 20 teams, easily. couldn't you? Yeah. And yeah. some like, like Carrick's really interesting because I think he's one of those players who who you did you didn't appreciate when he was playing for you, but he, as soon as he leaves, you appreciate him. Every club he left for, so West Ham and then Spurs and Man United, the they couldn't replace him. They yeah. couldn't replace him as a player, and you know he's you know he was a fantastic player for us, and I, obviously I think he when, he careful, it,
1: it was almost like. He was a shadow on the pitch because he what he did was the really subtle stuff. Yeah. You know, intricate little passes, brilliant little interceptions. You know, he wasn't it wasn't like all these big things, but no. he was an integrable part of that midfield. Um and I really rated him. And um and I, you know, we had to sell Joe Cole. We got stupid money for Glenn Johnson um, yeah. to Chelsea as well. I got less a Joe Cole, I think when he went for six million. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we wrote uh, uh, about uh, Brady
0: being uh, Ghana, you know, for God's sake. Uh, Glenn, six million.
1: Glenn, Glenn Johnson went for something like 15 million. You know, he Sorry, played about uh, 10 yeah, games. Yeah. Um Carrot stayed with us. Um that was an awful day, the playoff final V Palace, but we don't need to go there. But anyway, no. um we'll we stay with the positives, you know. Um yeah. so I and, I uh
0: so, what's really interesting but you said it's all that, those sort of sleeper players, so to speak. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 what's re- when you interview the players compared to the fans, it's really interesting. There's certain players that players always pick and the fans don't not, not don't always, always pick. So, you know, for example, we look at sort of their you know, that sort of 80s, 85, 86. A lot of people, a lot of the players pick Pikey because yeah. Pikey did a lot of work, a lot of groundwork, Un- a lot of
1: unsung hero.
0: Yeah, unsung hero exactly. All the donkey work, the water carrier. Um, for in the sort of the mid nineties, it's Pete Butler. They all yeah. play Pete Butler. Oh, very, Pete, very Pete similar. But-
1: exactly it's a massive part of the promotion season peter Butler. oh he was massive part. um yeah. and and, Mar, and the, mark, robson, mark robson yeah and mark I'm robson,
0: robson. Yeah. and in, in, the, in the 2000s everyone picks hayden mullins because it's the same yeah. thing it's that sort yeah. of uns, and it's interesting when you see the differences but um yeah you're right it's just you you could spend you could spend like do 2011s it'll be different oh and, yeah uh, but it's your 11 that's who so you pick man and that's that's why right. it was great i think
1: you know just front of mind I, I, get 11, I, I, when you said about this, I knew my eleven. I told you they're in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I knew, I knew who they were going to be, you know, and I only wrote them down to put the footnotes, kind of thing, you know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I'm pleased with that team. I think that, um, if that team were in their prime, um, they, they could potentially be anyone in, in the Premier League, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm a positive person, I'm going to say that. But, um, I just think, also, you know...
0: And also, that team, that team played on crap pitches.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like, you know, what's going to happen when they play you know, London
1: Stadium? Stanford Bridge in the 70s is yes. called a duck yes. pond, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. It was just mud. Mental, was mud, not it? And it was, like that wasn't have, the only ground...
0: No, it's, well, I mean when when we when we talked we had talked about it's it exactly the same thing. And, and Macca said, you know, go and watch our game against Chelsea where we turned them over for. Oh minutes. yeah, and Look I went back and beach. I was like, this is ridiculous. You can build sandcastles in that <laughs> bitch. Do you know what I mean?
1: That, that was a brilliant win. It looks no, like it's getting
0: late. It looks like, it was getting like <laughs> that was getting pre-done to put concrete over it. Know. You know what I mean? It's and like,
1: yeah, and ridiculous. yeah, if you looked at the way we played that day, the way that we yes. knocked the ball, Georgie Paris made. I always remember he made a brilliant run down the left wing. Yeah. You know, for one of the goals. You know, Georgie Paris, another underrated. But I don't think he's yeah, underrated. Yeah. I think we do appreciate him. Uh, but we also had some young players that didn't quite make it that looked like they were going to be something special, like Bobby Barnes in the early eighties. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Didn't quite cut it. Um even before that, there's a young lad called Dale Banton. Um looked like he was gonna make it and it just didn't happen. Um but that's football, isn't it? You know,
0: it's football, it is football. Yeah. But uh no, it's good, man. Um that that that's it, that's it, joe yeah. Thank you so much be, for your time, man.
1: I've really enjoyed it, really enjoyed yeah, it. It's
0: been great fun. Um and also go on, you can't remember well, What was
1: you gonna say? I was gonna say no so you know, I've watched quite and I know some of the people that have been on the show, and yeah. uh, you know, and um and I know some of the their selections and some of them have picked players that I've picked, and I thought no, I'm sticking with mine, you know, I'm not gonna yeah. change because you've got you've picked them. Um, exactly. Shows are great. Well done. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Russ. I think you're doing a brilliant job with this, by the way. Um, And yeah, I've I've really enjoyed being on it tonight. Thank you very much.
0: Brilliant. Thank you. And obviously, thank you to everyone who has been watching as well. You know, like, share, subscribe uh, if you're watching on YouTube or or if you listen to the podcast and Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Pop Us. Google Pop Us. Google Google Podcasts. (laughs) Pop us. That's a new app for next year. That's that's a
1: new one. That's
0: a new one that's that's coming out. It's exclusive to My Hammers Leather. But take (laughs) care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands me and joe take care everyone come on you yeah. irons Good we'll night. see I, you again i just say
1: one thing on. i don't do the arms this is what andy halford made me i'll show you that instead. okay
0: go on you do that that's it lovely okay <laughs> nice on rust take care everyone see you soon Bye-bye. bye